Warning! What follows is a story of monsters, madness, and mayhem! I'm Nick. And I'm Zach. Welcome to Weird and Feared, a barely educational podcast about global folklore that aims to enlighten, entertain, and expand your world! What's up? Not a whole lot. Want to hear a story? Yeah. Okay. We're going to get into this. Let's do it. Okay. going to start off with just, well, you'll kind of, I kind of want to set the mood. Maybe put you in a little, little uh, mindset. Okay. So just kind of, going to kind of lead you along a little bit. Good. Look, just beyond the edge of the city, the village the encampment, wherever you call home. Eventually, civilization ends and the wilderness begins. Yes, you're right to focus on the tree line, for that is where untold mysteries lie. In the darkness. In the trees. Absolutely. It's it kind of crowded in those forests. Does the, it? The woodlands. Crowded how? Because, like, you know, there's a lot of trees in there. And then you're like, oh, man, I'm all in all these trees. Where am I moving? Yeah. Is there bushes? What if they block out the sun? It's hard to see. Well, those what if it's are, nighttime? Those are big bushes. Those are yeah, what if there's shrubs and stuff? Shrubberies? Yeah, and, like, you know, grass. Yeah, those are all in the woods. Like tall grass. It's, it's a lot of stuff. It's crowded. Don't go into the long grass. Don't go into the long grass. You really shouldn't go into the long grass. Nope. That might apply for this episode in a way. You hear the inexplicable sounds. Without a reason for their existence, they become even scarier. Mm -hmm. You do not know what is making them. But you've heard stories. Everyone has heard the stories. But that's just what they are, stories, right? Hopefully, because I hear those sounds coming. (laughs) You really do, and you don't know what they are. Now, let's say, I mean, for this, you're a farmer. Okay. And nothing bad has happened to you personally. Doctor of the land. Yeah, land doctor. Yep. Yeah, land doctor. Yeah, I got an... Yeah, MD, LD, yeah, LD. Yeah. Yeah, PhD uh, in LD. I'm a... Yep. Doctor of the land. So this land doctor, but you personally, nothing's bad has happened to you. Your crops, your livestock, you know, mysterious uh-huh. sounds in the wood. I'm talking about livestock. I'm sure that'll be fine. Probably. Maybe it's just one of my cows got loose. Yeah, it's a loose cow. How do you feel about a loose cow? <laughs> well, it can be dangerous, I think. <laughs> if they wander into highways, perhaps. That would be bad. Yeah. <laughs> and a school bus of children maybe comes at them. That would be bad. Yeah. Huh. I just, like, you know, I, don't, I just also didn't feel like, because, like, you can, anyways, a loose cow. Loose cows. A little, little, pro, little provocative. Cow, I don't want to talk about that. Weird. What? Like the cow's loose. Like, like it's re- more, it got loose morals? Yeah, it's got loose morals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's Wow, that cow is sketchy, man. It just doesn't <laughs> give a shit about anything. Yeah. Anyways. He's wearing a leather jacket with a collar popped. He's got sunglasses on. I think that cow's smoking a cigarette. Yeah. It's weird that he's wearing leather, too. But I think he killed that cow and made a jacket out of him. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, I didn't expect to talk about that today. No. <laughs> sure did. No, I, it's a cow wearing, wearing a jacket of, like, his dead brethren. 
like, yeah, Buford had to go. I don't know if I don't know if that's just loose morals. Then that's just yeah, he's actually a bad. He's a real he's bad, a bad guy. guy. There's nothing loose or sketchy, questionable about it. Nope. He's just a yeah. a real bad cow. Yes. <laughs> okay. All right. You're a farmer. Right, okay. <laughs> During the 1920s and 30s, there was a string of livestock slayings all across the southern United States stretching from South Carolina to Georgia, with special emphasis on the Carolinas, North Carolina. Um, but again, this was common enough across the South to be a regional phenomenon. Just livestock getting killed. I mean, farming as you do, there's hazards. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you can kind of imagine, like, I mean, what is just beyond the woodlands Things are coming in. You know, it's still kind of... Because there was still a lot of wilderness in the 20s and 30s, especially in the South, and plenty of places for something to hide and lurk, waiting to plunder the herds of man. Anything left outside at night is kind of knocked around or destroyed. You know, buckets, clotheslines, you know, the yard is becomes disheveled, you know, mm-hmm. supplies scattered around. Now, is it a fit of rage? Or the random musings of something wanting to be entertained. Someone? Eh, something. What was this creature? Is that the right term, even? Creature? Now again, you're a farmer. You've heard it described in many ways, so you still aren't sure what to believe. But your animals are safe. Your yard is neat. Super neat. So you aren't overly concerned. Yeah. Not a care in the world. Nothing's affecting you, so how could there ever be a problem? I don't got any bad cows in my livestock. No, no way you don't. They're all good. Yeah, good cows. Good cows. They're not wearing corpse jackets of their brethren? No. No, they're just eating grass, being cows. Mm-hmm. Giving you milk. Yep. So you ain't, you, you ain't, sure, you ain't overly concerned. <laughs> nope. Fine. I ain't. But the stories are pretty wild. That you've heard, anyways. Rumors and whatnot. Like, that's kind of crazy. Yeah. Especially when you get into these stories of this creature's appearance. They vary. Glowing eyes. Okay. Four legs. Common. Mm-hmm. Six legs. Not, nope. so, not so common. No. Nope. Canine-based. Okay. Or feline-based. Okay, well, those are different a combination of them both together maybe plus you've heard some local origin stories for this beak uh, beast that go back a ways now one story begins with a bride of Cherokee descent her husband and his fellow hunters would always gather for pre-hunt rituals or even as they're hunting you know certain you know the gatherings preparing for the hunt um, before they set out to help guarantee that they would um, return with a successful bounty. Again, preparing, making sure things are blessed in certain ways. Medicine men may or may not be present at these gatherings, accompanying the guys as they go hunt for their local community. During these gatherings, they would huddle around a campfire, and the medicine man or tribal religious leader would lead tellings of sacred stories and perform rituals involving what some may call sacred magic. Now... Women w- were forbidden from hearing or witnessing such things. 
because, I mean, sometimes things aren't super great. Societies are full of boys' clubs. Hunters being one of them. Okay. But I digress. Mm-hmm. It's only boys allowed. Girls can't... They don't need to know about this magic stuff, okay? Okay. All right, well, our bride wanted to know. She was curious. Just what exactly was going on while those guys were in the woods preparing for their mission, or on their mission even... One day she decided, screw it. This isn't a direct quote, by the way, but you know. Screw it, I'm going to find out. She draped herself in the pelt of a mountain lion and approached their gathering, in which she, she, uh, you know, got closer and then huddled behind a rock. Okay. As she peeked out from behind her rock hiding place, and her curiosity intensified, so she's, you know, looking a little bit more, she was spotted and dragged to the medicine man. She had broken a sacred tradition. That's not good. And that couldn't go unpunished. Uh-oh. Using his powers, the medicine man bonded her into her mountain cat hide, creating a horrifying woman mountain cat fusion monster who was now who could now only exist in the wilderness. Inappropriate to exist amongst her fellow humans, howling and screaming at horror. Her horrible existence for all of eternity. Doesn't sound great. No, it's not ideal. No. And after witnessing this, her husband may have replied, well, I guess I don't have a wife now. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Oh, all right. Huh. That sucks. Oh, well. Oh. Oh, well. Well, she's gone. Now, that creature, or that that creature that this woman became... Has been called a Ua Ua E W apostrophe A H Ua. That's what I'm going to go with. Ua Ua Ua. Yeah, sure. Works for me. All right, but there I'm may sure be it's some. Wrong, but it works for me. <laughs> <laughs> It'll get us through. Yeah. But there may be some debate on the issue because different legends are at the whim of the oral and then eventually the internet game of telephone that inevitably inevitably spreads them. Mm-hmm. And so a woman goes into the woods, follows her hunter husband and his team gets caught. She's undercover. Gets turned into a beast, a monster, a terrifying creature that is some merging of human and cat. All right. Well, again, because you, a local farmer, mm-hmm. have heard of other beginnings for the beast that harasses the harasses the edge of civilization. You're not quite sure where it comes from, but the second, because there's a, there's a second potential origin story. It begins with a vicious demon called Tiwa Iwa, the name of what the previous beast right. was called. Okay. Uh, this tale uh, retelling gave me a little more details because they say Iwa is the spirit of madness. It's probably okay too, right? Yeah. <coughs> That's fine. This hellish nightmare had had its sights on the village of Itoa or Chota. Again, different interpretations exist of the similar story. Uh, the region this takes place in North Carolina. Things became so dire for the community, all the important people of the indigenous Cherokee community gathered together to think of the best course of action to take to try and thwart the beast. Surely sending in their best warriors would be a suicide run, 
because the demon of madness had the surprising ability, now this may shock you, to make people go mad. All it took was a look, and any victim's fate was sealed. But this monster was also consuming the dreams of children. So they had to do something. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I don't know if that was physically eating the dreams of children. I like to think so. Or just, you know, nightmare fuel for these kids that couldn't stop dreaming about it. Uh, I like yeah. to think it just feeds off nightmares, but that may not be the correct way to approach that. I like it, though. Like it feeds off dreams, the good vibes, and maybe replaces them with nightmares. Yeah. You get a nightmare when it's feeding on you. Like a mosquito, you know, sucks your blood, but then puts in that. Itchy. itchy, yeah, itchy stuff. Yeah, dick. Again. Come on, man. Right. Dude, you can't just, just take the blood. Yeah, yeah. Why do you got me the itch? Yeah. Is this was a trick me? Yeah. Ooh. Oh, didn't know you were there. Itch, itch, itch. Yeah. You dumbass. That's why you never feel bad when you see one on you. You like, oh, you ain't moving, man. Oh, you're gonna, you gotta make it. <laughs> you're gonna make it today. Yep. Nope. Toast. I hope you didn't give me some disease. Mosquito. Yeah, God, yeah, <laughs> Jesus. No good. All right, so they couldn't sacrifice all their braves in pursuit of this thing because, again, if they send everybody after it and they all get turned mad, well, then no, the tribe's not going to be able to hunt for anything or defend itself. It's going to be defenseless. Um, but they could spare one. Uh-oh. Poor, poor guy. Well... And if he was the greatest warrior in their midst, perhaps that would be enough. Perhaps he would stand a fighting chance. So who are they going to sacrifice? The man was standing bear, or great fellow. Again, you know how legends go. Depends. And he was top-tier talent, the best they had to offer. He shouldered the burden of saving his tribe's way of life. The local leaders loaded him with all the spells and weapons he could manage, and he set off. I mean, he's ready to go. Yeah, sounds like he's ready to go. It's go time. Yep. Let's go. His wife, Running Deer, was there to send him off. Everyone wished him luck. But time passed. Weeks. No one heard of our champion until he came blazing back to his home, ranting, raving, screaming, and, quote, clawing at his eyes. Oh, that seems fine. He got her. Definitely, yeah, that's mean, that means you killed the madness beast, and you won. You won. Victory achieved. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. It doesn't mean you succumb to any kind of... Madness? N- yeah, nothing like that. When his wife greeted him, a wave of remorse may have washed over her because despite looking like the man she loved he was no longer the man she loved twisted by the demon of madness he could barely function and was relegated to picking berries and doing you know menial field work is he just screaming and clawing at his eyes while he's picking he, berries he might be I mean maybe you know what <laughs> I mean just I, losing his shit <gasps> there's some like six feet over picking berries and he's just like screaming as he's putting them into the bucket. <laughs> One hand scratching his face off, just bleeding. And I'm like, well, I, I gotta work with this guy. How long? Yeah. Everyone. Can I get a new partner? Yeah, can, can I, <laughs> 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 I 
Anybody want to swap guys? Yeah. Because the barrier picking and stuff would be like done by children like women. So he's like the only man. Again, he's a warrior, so he's probably this big, brutish, bulking guy mm-hmm. picking berries, which I assume he's in like a comatose state, but of course he may in fact be just screaming and yelling and crying blood. Who knows what he's done to his eyes? Yeah. So that's not great. No. Running Deer mourned the loss of her husband. Unfortunately, he was the walking dead via Cherokee law. Unable to be a valued husband because he couldn't do anything. He's His brain is mush. He's fried. He's fried, yeah. His name was washed from the tongues of his people and spoken no more. Hmm, bummer. And this pissed Running Deer off. And she loved this guy with all of her heart. Mm-hmm. Revenge. Revenge was her desire now. She told the shamans her mission that she was giving herself, and they're like, ah, okay. They loaded her up. She received a black paste, which would mask her smell from the demon, and a special bobcat mask, because the shamans believed, quote, spirit of the mountain cat could stand against the Iwa, end quote. Now, again, I don't understand why our champion wasn't given this. Maybe they figured some stuff out. Yeah, maybe they weren't. I don't, you know, I wasn't there. He was a bit of a test run, and they were like, ooh, we kind of, we should have through everything at yeah, it. Yeah, we left this one thing out. Mm-hmm. The bobcat mask. Yep. Okay. But, in order to even stand a chance, Running Deer had to surprise the demon beast of madness. Otherwise, its madness would destroy her as well. You have to get the jump on it. Quote, She kissed her former husband on the forehead, his blank eyes staring, and headed off to seek her revenge. Running Deer was no dummy. In fact, she was quite the opposite, intelligent and resourceful. She survived off the land as she tracked the beast. Upon arriving at a creek, she was startled by a fox cracking a twig. Again, she's kind of high alert. Yeah. And something snaps behind her. Oh. Is this going to be the demon of menace? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's just a fox. She realized... the The fox is like... Got his paw down, it's, and it sees her react like that. It's like, like oh, sorry. This is walking around, man. Yeah. She realized if that had been the demon of madness, she would have been finished. So she's like, oh, shoot. Like, mm-hmm. hey, got to get me there. Her journey carried on, and she discovered tracks, unusual tracks, and her husband's breastplate. Close, she thought getting closer she stalked the tracks upstream and there it was the monster that had brutalized her village and the hellspawn that ruined her husband it drank from the water it hadn't seen her good thirsty demon yeah I mean lapping it up they get thirsty too being a demon's hard work it really is it can leave you parched She moved towards it, unnoticed, and lunged into action. The Iwa saw her cat mask and freaked out. The cat mask doing an Uno reverse with its horrifying powers, which, you know, being mirrors them back at it. So then it had, then the Iwa, it was clawing at its own eyes, as running deer's husband had done when he had run back to camp. And then it careened backwards and stumbled, then fell into the water. 
vanquished because it was swept away in the current. Oh, it can't swim. Evidently not. Demons have a hard time swimming. I've learned in many stories. Well, I mean, vampires can't cross water, so... Oh, that's true. Maybe Iwas can't... It's a demonic thing. Either, yeah. yeah. So they gotta be related somehow. Third cousin removed twice. Yeah, they're all... It's a, I don't know. Yeah, distant relations. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, distant relations. But also, maybe it just can't swim because it's also clawing its eyes out, maybe. It's oh, like, yeah. oh my god, oh no! Yep. I'm crazy! Why? Yeah. It's like, I didn't know this sucked so bad. Yeah. This is a bad time. This is not good. Then, as soon as it happened, though, again, smart. She didn't stick around to, like, watch. I mean, she knew it got swept away. Mm-hmm. But she didn't, like, stare, waste any time. She, um, Our hero ran as fast as she could and home and she tur- after she turned around. Where there she sang a song, a quiet song for her insane husband and a song of joy for the eviction of the horrible beast. Quote, the shaman declared her the spirit talker and home protector, end quote. Now, people claim that running deer still watches over her tribe's lands, protecting them from the many demons that lurk amongst them. Now, that is where the story ends. But I had to ask, what else might her protecting spirit be defending her people against if not demons? Well, who else may be she defending the land against if not the demons that stalked her tribe? Give me a second. Bad cows. Bad cows. That wear leather jackets. And the cows, like, got a switchblade. Uh, I thought you were going to say it was, like, snapping. Like well, it's at one hand. The switchblade in the other, snapping. Yeah. All right. I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's part of West Side Story now. Yeah. It's, it's a greaser cow. It's a, we were describing a greaser cow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, we were. Uh-huh. going to try to race you for your pink slips. Yeah, I was thinking about how, how a greaser cow could have a cigarette box rolled up in its sleeve, but it doesn't wear sleeves. Well, this one does. It's got a leather jacket on. <laughs> That's true. This cow wears a jacket and a t-shirt. Yeah. And it rolls its... Its jeans are cuffed, of course. Yeah, it's got pants on <laughs> too, yeah, sure. got, yeah, right. Yeah. It's cow wears denim. Mm-hmm. I didn't think we'd come across this horrifying creature today, but... <laughs> greaser cow. All right. This, guy, this guy's got loose morals. <laughs> Looks like John Travolta. He just kills people. <laughs> it's not loose morals. <laughs> what an understatement. Ah, <laughs> oh, man, that cow's got loose morals. It killed 12 other cows. Yeah. Wearing one of them as a jacket. It doesn't even eat meat. It started eating one of them. Just for fun. Yeah. Had it looked into the eyes of the Demon of Madness? Would it yeah. would it perhaps be a mad? Yeah. Yeah. It's a mad cow. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's, like it's a mad cow. Mm-hmm. All right. So, the first story I told you, you know, woman. Again, I like the duality of those two stories, kind of, because one is very clearly about a woman not knowing her place. You know, and then being punished for it by, like, a male-dominated society. Well, one is straight-up female empowerment because, I mean, the guys didn't get the job done, so she's like, I got to go take care of this. Yep. I need my revenge, personally. Now, they probably aren't meant to go together at all. Again, legends are different in different ways. Um, because at the end of that story, I mean, Running Deer becomes the creature I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Like, she becomes 
like her spirit becomes whatever I'm about to get into in this episode, as opposed to being like a force of evil. You know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. so like that's kind of a weird, different dynamic there, um, because you know um, they probably are meant to go together. But again, I like continuing the story. Like, imagine like you know the woman becomes a monster, and then it's the same monster that this other woman um, has to go out and stop. Kind of like a if you can imagine like a like a movie. You know, like it begins with this, and then it becomes this. You know. As like an overall narrative, they're not meant to be together, but I can see them as a part one and a part two of a story. Okay. Um, now, discussing these stories are always cool. And I'm always about cool stuff. The rule of cool. The rule of cool. But also, I you know I don't want to interpret things too much in the way they're not supposed to. I don't want to twist or you know like fetishize you know because we talk about a lot of Native American cultures and stuff, and of course we're we are not that. But it's correct. Hair, you know, good, a good story is a cool story, mm-hmm. and I I um, again. Do not do not mean to twist things like that, um, but I wanted to dive into this lore because again, it did seem very cool. So what are we talking about? I don't know. Monster. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> talking about a monster. Uh huh. One legend states this beast is the twisted soul of a punished woman, while another claims it is running deer spirit continuing to watch over her land. Now, the term. Catawampus or Cattywampus has many meanings. Mm-hmm. Webster says askew, awry, kitty corner. Wampus comes from the word wampish, which is an old Scottish slang word, which means wriggling about. And Scottish and okay. Irish immigrants did settle much of the Appalachia. Mm-hmm. Appalachia, you know. Which fits. But also, yeah. Kitty corner, cat a corner. It's like an old Greek word, but you know, it means just on a corner, basically. Uh-huh. But cat at a kitty. Um. So yeah, wampish, wriggling, wriggling about. But it can also mean something, and again, sitting on a ledge. But the other definition is that it is an imaginary, fierce, wild animal. <clears throat> huh. I was on a, I was unaware of that. Yeah. Whoops. Version Whoops. of catty wampus. Right. Or it may mean, quote, just in general, like if you say this is things cattywampus, quote, savage, destructive. Okay. Yeah. It escalated. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a little cattywampus over there. Like, oh, it's a little askew. Oh, no, that's a monster. Yeah, that's a terrifying <laughs> monster that wants to destroy everything. Huh. I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah. All right. And a catamount is also a term for a mountain lion. And all these things kind of spiral together. To present us with our topic today, because those two stories are the potential. Wow, potential. I like it. It's fine. It's the it's potential. New and bold. <laughs> Fresh thinkers here. Fresh talkers. Yeah. Real good talkers here in the audio medium. Wait, what was it? Potential. Potential. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. <laughs> oh, I don't even know what other word I combined it. So that's, and that's how terms like the catawampus exist. Because yep. people don't know how to talk. Mm-hmm. But these are the potential origins of the Wampus Cat. Okay, Wampus. A beast that would often take the blame for horrible, mysterious things happening. And it was a common lore across the American South. So, you know, something's going weird over there. It was the Wampus Cat. Something yeah. got screwed up in your yard. It was the Wampus Cat. Something's all catty Wampus in your yard. It was it's the catty Wampus. It was the catty Wampus. It was the catty Wampus, yeah. Now... But once these you know, indigenous legends incorporated themselves into local Scottish-Irish settler culture, 
Uh, the legend would take on kind of another life all of its own. They would embrace the cattywampus. They would embrace the wampus cat. Because, I mean, everybody needs a scapegoat mm-hmm. for horrifying, terrible things. What else are you going to blame these livestock mutilations on? Well, the wampus cat. Or things going missing. It's the wampus cat. Mm-hmm. Now, an excerpt from the retelling of this legend by Essie um, Schlosser. Or Schlosser? Schlosser. S-C-H-L-O-S-S-E-R. Sure, right. The source of my retelling of the story of the Cherokee woman prying on her husband is as follows. This continues um, about some other hunters. Quote, A man was hunting one night with his dogs when they both whimpered and ran off the path. At that moment, the woods were overpowered with a horrible smell like that of a wet animal that had fallen into a bog after it messed with a skunk. That's pretty stinky. Bogs and skunks? Oh, man. Yeah. Then something howled on the path behind him, and the man whirled around, dropping his rifle. His heart pounding with fear. I should have held on to that. Yeah, whoops. The one thing you may need in this situation. Yeah. Something, some kind of cattywampus is coming at you. You might need a gun. Mm-hmm. The man found himself staring into the big glowing yellow eyes of the wampus cat. The creature had huge fangs dripping with saliva. It looked kind of like a mountain lion, but it was walking upright like a man. Time to go. Don't like it. <laughs> yeah. Time to wish you had that gun in your hand. Yeah, we're done. Yep. Time to... Don't got a gun. Got to run. Yep. Then it howled, and the man's skin nearly turned inside, out in horror. With a scream of terror, the man leapt backwards and ran as fast as he could through the woods, the wampus cat on his heels. He fled to the home of a friend who lived nearby and burst through the front door only a breath ahead of the creature. His friend slammed the door in the face of the wampus cat. Instantly, it started shuddering under the weight of the attacking monster. The man's friend grabbed his Bible and started reading aloud from the pal- uh, palms from Psalms. Upon hearing the holy words, the wampus cat howled in frustration and then slowly abandoned his attack, its attack, and went back into the woods. I didn't like. It's like, oh, you're gonna start preaching to me? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I mean, I would do the same. I'd be like, come on, man. I, I was just trying to maul you. Not, I don't want to hear any of this. No, I wasn't here for a sermon. Jeez. Get out of here. What a waste. You've soured your own meat. Yeah. I don't want you. Gross. Yeah, it's sickening. Did I mention I might be a demon of madness? And you're real preachy over there, bud. <laughs> I'm a demon of madness, and that seems crazy in this situation. I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah. Screw this. Yeah. This guy's crazy. Yeah. The man spent the rest of the night at his friend's place. When he went home at daybreak, he found his dogs huddled in the barn. So he just, like, abandoned his poor doggies. But they probably bolted anyway. Like, ah. They left him. They bolted. They found their way back. Yep. Shaken, but still alive. The man never hunted after dark again. I mean, I can't imagine it's great hunting in the dark anyways. Right? (laughs) I mean, what? I mean, I don't hunt, but it seems like it would be difficult to see things. Yeah, especially, yeah, to, I don't know what, them. yeah, the year this took, you know, what kind of lighting method, but you'd scare anything away if you, I don't know. Yeah, again, I don't, I also do not hunt, and I do not hunt at night. But even if the cattywampus, the wampus cat, what people like to call him, cattywampus is very catchy, but you know. Um, even like a normal mountain lion, we both know is nothing to mess with. Right. They're going to tear you apart 
It's not going to go well. Now again, description of the Wampus Cat do vary. It has also, again, have been said to have six legs and kind of stand like a cat centaur. Because it's got four legs, you yeah. know, and then it can kind of go up like this. Mm-hmm. Which is just like, that's like a human, I mean, that's... Ugh. It reminds me of a, w- a bunch of weird drawings I saw earlier of reverse centaurs. <laughs> oh, yeah? Uh, they're oh, weird. Well, horses on humans? Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, God, what... I won't even ask. I was on the internet. Oh, What true. do you expect? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I mean, I don't know. I've used it once or twice. God, I feel left out. I never got to see reverse centaurs. I don't know why I did. So it's like a horse head and a human body? Yeah. And then they, like, drew them in different poses. So it was like, <laughs> this is what it would look like sitting down. Oh. And it was very strange. This is absurd. Yeah. Well, um, that's cool. I'm fine. I'm cool with that. Mm-hmm. All right. What can you do? It's weird. Seems all right to me. Yeah, fine. Good. Oh, my. That's a lot to handle. <laughs> it's a sorry. So now I'm just visualizing these things. All right. But then I came across um, another story about um, an alleged hunt. Was it at night? Uh, I don't know if I don't think it might have been at night. Like the wampus cat is causing a problem, and then guys have to go out and deal with the wampus cat. Mm-hmm. All right. And this is, um, it was from a Greenville Advocate article. Today I heard a mountain wife tell of the big wampus scare. And then in this, in the holler. Eh. That's not a great quote there. But anyways, <laughs> she, uh, mountain wife talked about the, uh, the big wampus scare where she and her family live. It seems that the men had devised a plan to ring a bell whenever there was a sighting of the critter. Oh, shit. Wampus alert. Mm-hmm. Immediately, the women and children were to get inside their houses and stay there until all was safe again. The men were to grab their firearms and chase down that threatening creature. Like it? Mm-hmm. Little mess action going on there. Sure enough, one evening recently, the bell tolled from all across the hollow. That's what that word was meant to be, but the article itself that I screenshotted and had it weird hollow, not holler. They were in a hollow. Okay. From across the hollow, men with guns in hand jumped into their trucks and converged at a pre-appointed fork in the road. The hunt was on. Or so it seemed. The good wife telling this tale was more cautious than most and wanted a first-hand look at the wampus. She, breaking the rules of house restriction, followed the men at some short distance. Didn't I just tell you a story about a hunting party with a bunch of men and a woman uh, following you did. them? Kind of, sort of? Yeah. They had not gone very far when their path reversed itself. They wound up at a barn in an isolated meadow. As the wife crept up to get a peek inside, she heard a loud commotion that sounded mostly like laughter. What she saw inside made the wampus cat far more dangerous than any of these men had imagined. The men were inside the barn enjoying the fruits of the most accomplished moonshiner in those hills. Hmm. Not only were the men partaking, they were laughing about how cleverly they had deceived those simple women. When she spread the truth to all the wives in that hollow, each of the men had a wampus all his very own. Good. That's cool. Mm -hmm. It's a little cool game they played. Yeah. You want to go get drunk in a barn? Yeah, but my wife said I can't. Well, tell her you're going hunting. Tell her we got to get the wampus. Yeah. And let's make them so scared of the wampus that we have a wampus bell. So whenever we want a party, 
just ring the wampus bell. It's and just the, a party and bell. The, and the wives and the wives go home and the kids get inside, and then we go out to protect <laughs> the community. Get wasted. <laughs> That's cool. That is cool. <laughs> no, it's, no, it's not. No, it's rude. Oh man. And the, the date on that story is uh, I could not get an exact date on that story, but I thought it was worth mentioning from that article because it's just a, like just using a monster for you know what truth there is to it. We like to talk about cool things here. Like, well, that's quite a twist. Mm-hmm. And it echoed many of the original you know origin story about the woman following the man. But this time she's like, oh, you guys are. You guys are like, just drinking. It's almost like women should be curious when when all the men make us go inside of our houses and we can't leave and they just leave for hours on end. And they come back. And they're all wasted. Very loud. Yeah. <laughs> Slam. Call that wampus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, no, we almost got him. He got away. Might have to go out again and get him tomorrow. Yeah, maybe next weekend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Around 8, 830. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ah. Also, in 1964 in Johnston County, there was uh, Bigfoot sightings that they were contributed to a wampus cat. Because they just, now we're mixing and matching things. But like, a mysterious creature, wampus, you know. Mm-hmm. Now, we are suckers for towns that embrace their local cryptozoological or monster heritage. I mean, who isn't? At least you should. And many schools and towns have welcomed their wampus cat roots with open arms. Good. Uh, Conway High School has a statue. Um, there's also some other examples here. Uh, Clark Fork Junior Senior High School, uh, Clark Fork, Idaho, seen as a yellow cougar with a spiked ball on its tail, akin to legends of the ball-tailed cat. Again, doesn't match these other descriptions, but they are the wampus cat. So, hmm. uh, Conway Junior High, High School, Conway, Arkansas. I just mentioned briefly because they have a very cool statue. It's a six-legged cat just outside of the school. Described as locals by locals as a mountain lion with six legs, four for running, and two for fighting. Good. <laughs> Fair. Uh, school in uh, Atoka, Oklahoma, and Itasca High School in uh, Itasca, Texas. Leesville High School, Leesville, Louisiana. And, uh, yeah, I mean, the Wampus Cat is, you know, again, from Cherokee folklore. He is, or she is, you know. Considered to be like a shapeshifter because I mean, mm-hmm. forcibly shifted. Not that we can go back and forth. Um, Baleful polymorph, basically. Yeah, that's the D and D spell. I wish I knew what that meant. I was like polymorph. That's I think I know what that means. And then yeah. Well, also I didn't mention it here, but I mean I guarantee you, like most things in D and D, there's a wampus cat. I I'm can, sure there is. And it's used in a Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. And it is, what. Its fur is made to make wands. Oh. You know, real life facts there mm-hmm. for you. Uh, but that is the basic story of the Wampus Cat. And what happens when, pe- when people are scared of the unknown and different cultures kind of m- merge and fuse together to create something all its own. I mean, Wampus is scary things you have to blame. Scary things happen. You have to blame a scary thing. It's a wampus cat. Mm-hmm. In a way, there's wampuses all around us, but we don't make, need to make this conversation too much more deeper than it is. People like to blame many things for their alleged problems. Mm-hmm. So maybe there's a lot of wampus cats running around. Probably. People looking for their wampus cats. But anyways, yeah. 
It's also called, which I may just call it the episode this because it's more dramatic. Um, maybe this is a better hook. So if that's what I named this episode, cool. It's also called the Cherokee Death Cat, which I think I like. <laughs> yeah, whoops. Okay. But the Wampus Cat. Mm-hmm. Have you checked out any of the school mascots or anything by chance? Uh, I just searched for it a little bit here. Because the statue at a bunch the, of drawings. The Conway School is pretty cool. Just uh, outside your school, it's a six-legged monster. Cat. Oh, yeah, I see that right there. It's pretty good. Yeah. A lot of the logos and stuff are pretty cool. Uh-huh. I don't know what this one is, but it's just a... It looks like a saber-toothed tiger more than a six-legged cat. Yeah, I mean, the interpretations are all across the board. Mm-hmm. And as long as it looks like a cool, scary cat. I mean, their origin's probably just like a mountain lion, if we're being honest. You know what I mean? Like, mountain lions attacking livestock, mountain lions, you know, lurking outside of like an encampment or something. Could be. Or it could be scary six-legged cats. I mean, or it could be that. Mutants. Demon of madness. Demon cat. Oh, son of a gun. All right. What? Give me one second. Okay. What an idiot. Well, I found a Wampus Cat fight song. (laughs) For school. Well, after I tell you what I'm about to tell you, you're going to read it to me. Okay. Okay? Yeah. Because this is from... um, McDowellNews.com. And this is what I wanted to get to because we kind of been talking about, I was kind of building to this point and I totally forgot to include it. What a wild, sometimes we really freewheel here and that's what happened just now. But I mentioned that the ancient, you know, Cherokee legends mm-hmm. and then of course the uh, mutilations in the 20s or missing livestock in the 20s and 30s. Blame the Wampus Cat. And then a few different stories, people, you know, use the Wampus Cat as an excuse to hunt things or to, you know, avoid their wives and then the stories of, you know, coming across a wampus cat and telling everybody as a hunter. Um, but the origins, you know, get turned into a woman gets turned into the wampus cat um, by force or she becomes like a savior protector after defeating some kind of evil demon. Quote from this article. Another weird tale. So another origin for the wampus cat. The story evolves, gets a little modern. Another weird tale about the Wampus Cat comes from Alabama, and this one is associated with a secret government program. Interesting. According to this legend, the government sought to create a fast and fearless creature that would be used in World War II as a kind of messenger. Sure, mess- what, are they, what message are you going to send with this thing? Death and destruction? <laughs> We're coming to kill you. Also, uh, cats? You're going to train cats. It's, yeah, <laughs> you're going to make an ultimate killing machine and tell it what to do. Yeah. Sure, guys. Okay. This program was based in a remote section of Alabama. The creature supposedly created there was part mountain lion and part gray wolf. That'd be scary. It would be very scary. However, several males and females of the newly created species escaped from the government compound and were never captured. Whoops. Well, I mean, cat's out of the bag, right? Oh, my Lord. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Aw. Folks living in this part of Alabama claim to still see these creatures running around. Hopefully that's all they're doing. 
The sightings have happened as far south as the Florida Everglades and as far north as the Great Smoky Mountains. Some people blame these creatures for breaking into chicken coops and attacking livestock. But anyways, secret government program where we manufactured wampus cats and they escaped. But I mean, if the government did make wampus cats, of course they would escape and then just be let loose amongst the population. Whoops. Yeah, it's fine. I'll figure it out. No one will believe it anyways. Yeah. I saw the sislated cat. It looked like it might have been a cat and like a wolf. Nah. Have you been drinking moonshine every day? You're all right. There's her explanation. Yep. But yeah, I could not end this episode without t- telling you about that, so that was glad I yeah, remember. Yeah, no, that's good. Yeah, the wampus cat. Cherokee death cat. Little catty wampus. Little, Out there, little, killing, killing cows. Little, little catty wampus Eating for your you. chickens. Eating your chickens. Yeah, maybe that cow with some loose morals might not be able to take down this thing. Or maybe it's could. the only thing that can stop him, maybe. It's true. The real reason the government... He's bre- the anti-hero. Bred wampus cats. We genetically altered, engineered a pack of wampus cats because this cow cannot be defeated. <laughs> <laughs> yep. This might get him. What if he just convinces him, convinces all the wampus cats that this is the way to live? What if the cow leads an army of wampus cats? Well, that's a scary thing. He's like, he's like cats attack. Oh, it's a cow. It's a girl. That's fine. Wampus cat's a girl. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, let's get him, ladies. They're like, Row! yeah. Uh-huh. As they rip through like buildings and trucks and human beings. As the cow's like. Yeah, just snapping away. Who's at the top of the food chain now? As it spins a switchblade. <laughs> yep. uh-huh. All right, Wampus Cat. Wampus Cat. All right. If you have seen a Wampus Cat, email us at weirdandfreepodcast at gmail dot com. Let us know on the Instagram and uh, leave us a voice message, maybe on the Anchor slash weirdandfeared, and you know, just support the show any way you can. Uh, Patreon dot com slash weirdandfeared. We where the conversation continues. We're uh, um, actually, I'm not going to end the episode yet. Oh. We have to close out on a Wampus Cat fight song. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> How's that go? It goes, Wampus Cats, we fight to win it. Bring the victory home. Set the earth reverberating everywhere you roam. Fight, fight, fight. We all know that you'll pass the test. Everybody knows that we are the best. Hail, hail, the gang's all here, so let's cheer for Conway High. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, it's pretty intense in the beginning there. Yeah, it gets real. Yeah, I was waiting for them to start talking about the bloods of their enemies. Like, oh, my gosh. We'll drink the blood of our enemies. Yeah. We'll kill the cows. We'll eat the chickens. Hail. <laughs> <laughs> the gang's all here. <laughs> for the murderous wampus cat. <laughs> All right, guys. Have sweet dreams of Wampus Cats. Don't let them eat your dreams. Nope. And stay spooky. Yeah, stay spooky.